It's that time again. Time again for the Cowboy Roundtable as we discuss Wyoming football for the 2018 season. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. And tonight we have Ryan Yarborough, former Wyoming receiver extraordinaire and fan. He's joining us. And uh, hello, Ryan. Uh, Welcome to the Cowboy Roundtable. Hello, Jeff, and the rest of the Cowboy fans. How are you today? Well, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing excellent. Hey, Jeff, I wanted to tell you too, man, that music never gets old. <laughs> yeah, that's a the old fight, Wyoming fight song. Yes. Uh, the, uh, it's got some words to it. I don't think anybody's ever learned the words. <laughs> and I, I don't I know. know the words. Me either. <laughs> I know I know Ragtime Cowboy Joe, but I have no idea. Maybe one of those days I'll have to look up the words. It would be kind of, you know, after all this time, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we've been, um, we're going to have a kind of an abbreviated show, uh, A, because uh, uh, Ian couldn't make it today. He's going to go to that basketball game against Grambling State tonight. And uh, you, I guess, have, uh, you were saying you have some parental duties that you have to attend to. So we'll Never to stops. Got some never stops. I know. I'm a grandfather and it never stops. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I understand. <laughs> so uh, let's, let's just uh, ease on in here. I'll play you this here real quick. Ah, the Air Force fight song. That never gets old either. So, as you know, as you know, we're going to be playing the Air Force Falcons this coming Saturday. I believe the kickoff is around 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, It's going to be on ESPN News on the ESPN family of networks uh so uh the cowboys are now sitting at uh four wins and um six losses is that correct that is correct so it's super hyper critical that um they get this game because they want to be uh Bowl eligible, they're going to have to win this game, and then they're going to have to go on the road uh, next week, uh, last game of the year, to play um, the New Mexico Lobos down in Albuquerque. So, uh, I tell you, this is—it's uh, been kind of a rough year. Um, did you get a chance to see the uh, the the uh, last game against uh, uh, San Jose State? San Jose. Yeah, I was able to see some of it. Um... And what I've seen is that now on offense, uh, with the new, you know, with the new freshman quarterback in there, he brings a couple of d- different dimensions um, that the defense has to prepare for. Uh, anytime you have to prepare for not just a drop back quarterback, but somebody that can scramble and keep the play going, that's always a difficult situation. Yeah, he does bring a. Uh a different dimension to the team. And it, it's kind of a curious thing to me. You know, I had played a little bit of football in high school and I've watched a lot of football, but it's always amazing to me how the, the complexion of a team can change uh, just by virtue of the fact of a different quarterback. 
you got any sense of that? Uh, why, why that is? Yeah, just just a different energy. Just like with uh, Cleveland Browns, they put in Baker Mayfield, and uh, it's just the energy of the quarterback, different type of hope, especially if things weren't working out as well um, for a particular time. It's always good to uh, change up the energy, and and other guys pick up on that as well. Well, back in your playing days, uh, uh, you had uh, – uh, could you really – I mean, does a team kind of have a, a favorite quarterback or um, if things aren't working, they'd rather uh, play for somebody else? Do they play harder for some people other than they do other guys? Well, yeah, and I can attest to that personally because sometimes you know that this guy may be able to get you a ball um, – in certain areas versus another guy, or in this particular case with Chambers, he can move around and extend plays. But uh, but when it comes down to it, you have to do your job regardless of who else is out there. So um, when it comes down to it, you know you have to be responsible and accountable for what you have to do. But it definitely does change things around with uh, with different personnel and especially at the quarterback position. Well, Chambers seems to uh, give us the dimension of that uh, run threat, which uh, I suppose um, makes defenses have to back off from um, defending the run, is it? Uh, defending the uh, closing off the run against one guy, you know, watching uh, Evans and being aware that uh, he might be out for a pass or a play action pass and take off on you or, or whatever. So I suppose that that's a dimension that really helps. Oh, like I said, without question, because although I played offense, I know how to counteract a defense. And when the defense can't just concentrate on one particular thing and just haul off on you, then, you know, that that presents a problem. Well, I tell you, um, Coach Bull had some uh, remarks at the beginning of the week in his uh, weekly press conference. Uh, Let's listen to what he had to say. Get started today. It's great to see everybody here. Big week for us, uh, getting ready to play Air Force. Uh, I think they're an excellent football team. I know they uh, came up with a big win against New Mexico last week, and the week before that they had a really competitive game against Army, and Army right now is playing really well. Uh, Last week we utilized a week to uh, work on fundamentals. We also spent a great deal of time working on Air Force. I think we're probably as healthy as we have been. So that's encouraging coming into our last home game. I want to encourage our fans uh, to honor these seniors. I think we got 14 of them that are going to be here. Some of these guys have played a lot of meaningful games. And so we're excited. Our football team's excited about playing Air Force. It's a big, big ball game. A couple notes that I do have here. Uh, Zach Watts will be back this week, so we're encouraged about that. Rocket Ishmael will also be back. Um, C.J. Colden, I would say right now, would be questionable. We'll find out a little bit more information. He's getting really close to being cleared. Uh, So uh, we're encouraged about that. A little bit about Air Force. I mean, they're really attacking uh, defensive front. Uh, They're probably as big up front as what they've been since I've been our head football coach on defense. Their numbers uh, are really good. Uh, They're 22nd in the country on rushing defense. And so... Uh, you know, really challenging. Uh, they stun a lot, present a lot of different problems uh, for us. 
Um, they played a different quarterback last week uh, for the entire game. Hammond played really well. He's a big, strong guy, six foot two, about 210 pounds. And what they do, they really make you honor every threat that they have, whether you know defending the quarterback, the fullback, the halfbacks, the tight ends, or wide receivers. They'll spread the ball out all kinds of different places. So, you know, it's a scheme that really has uh, challenged a lot of people. It's challenged us in the past. Our players are really excited about this football game. Our Coaches are excited about it. It's our last home game. So, Well, that was uh, Coach Bull at his press conference. I kind of cut him off a little, <laughs> cut him <laughs> off a little bit there. But um, uh, he laid it out. Uh, Air Force is, uh, uh, despite their record, they have the same record as Wyoming, four and six. Uh, they're uh, also fighting for bowl eligibility, but they um, do seem to have a um, – pretty good uh, run defense and uh, their offense is uh, as about as multi-dimensional as you're going to get an Air Force uh, football team to be so um, they present quite a challenge I guess yeah they, they don't look like the typical Air Force when I was playing and really for the last 20 30 40 40 years uh, because I see they have like eight different receivers that had a reception last week and that is like crazy to me um because they don't they've never really passed the ball that much but as far as with our defense i think we'll be prepared because once again we have a veteran defense and especially on at the back end uh, with the two safeties so once again we're both us and Air Force are both playing for bowl eligibility, so it'll be an intense game. And like you said, it's going to be the last home game for the guys. It'll be senior day, so I have uh, I have plenty of confidence in the guys. Now, uh, uh, looking back at your playing days, um, what was it like facing Air Force? Was it a rivalry kind of game, or what kind of game was it uh, when you were playing with uh, against them? Oh, yeah, uh, especially at Air Force, um, because back then, you know, Air Force, they were pretty tough when uh, when I was playing. And but the guys, they would always get pumped up for them because, <clears throat> excuse me, regardless of who was going to be at the quarterback, they I mean, you knew pretty much what they were going to run. And um, it doesn't look like that anymore. So it's kind of different with the guys now. But back when I was playing. Air Force was definitely a rival, especially when we went down to Colorado Springs because we had a lot of guys on the roster from there. And um, when it came to to Laramie, once again, like I said, that triple option and veer and things of those natures that they used to always run, that goes on the road very well. And you already know that they're going to be disciplined. So they're always a tough game. Well, I tell you, I, I've always enjoyed the Air Force games. Uh, I have a particular memory. I think this, uh, I think this was 1978. Went over uh, to see the game, and it started off as all football games do, zero zero. And uh, we walked out of the stadium. At the end of the game, the score was zero zero. Of course, that was before they had the. That was before they had the. Uh, uh, tiebreaker or you know the uh, uh, overtime overtime uh-huh. so uh, you could have tie games and uh, that's uh, first and last time in my life that I've ever gone to a zero zero football game I mean they went 
Both teams went up and down the field. They were moving the ball against each other, but they just couldn't. You know, they missed field goals. They couldn't. You know, they had touchdowns called back. So it <laughs> it was the strangest game yeah. I'd ever seen. But it was it was tough. And Air Force always the Wyoming Air Force games always seemed to be, for the most part, close, uh, really uh, exciting games. No, yeah, absolutely. Because once again, you never know who 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 will break loose for Air Force, whether it's the quarterback, running back, fullback. It's like you never know. But before you know it, somebody's running down, and it's usually down the middle of the field too. Somebody's running down the middle of the field, 50, 60 yards, something like that. And uh, once again, like on defense, they <clears throat> Air Force defense. I know they used to like to shoot the gaps a lot because they were undersized but coach bowl as coach bowl said they're a little bigger up front right now so their defensive scheme will be a little different but i'm sure they'll try to keep contained you know on the on the new freshman quarterback well it's also um senior day uh, a group of oh, uh, yeah. seniors are getting their last uh uh appearance on the on the field there at war memorial um who do you uh, who do you particularly admire out of this senior class? Uh, once again, both of the safeties, man. Uh, in order to be playing forty eight games in a row, start forty eight games in a row, and together, that one two punch that's you know that's outstanding, especially for different reasons too. Um, I know they both weren't highly recruited, and they could have left, you know, because I know they went through a lot their first year and uh, overcame a lot to come to where they are right now. I know that, that they wish things were a little different at this point of the season, but you never know. Uh, you go 2-0 and and, you know, hope to be right back in the bowl because our losses this year, you know, like half of our losses were against ranked teams. Yeah. And they didn't, get, they didn't get blown out or anything like that. So, uh, you know, we've pretty much been in a few games, you know, just a couple of games. We weren't in, but uh, we've been in pretty much every game. So I look forward to those guys coming out and laying it all out against Air Force. You remember your uh, senior game, uh, your last game at Laramie? Uh, I wish I could tell you the truth and say yes, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't remember exactly which game that was. But uh, we had a strong senior class, and I still keep in contact with a lot of those guys, but yeah, that that senior day is something special where your parents come out, your family, brothers, sisters, grandparents, whoever the case may be, and uh, you know it's your last your last hurrah, you know, at Wyoming. So that's always a special feeling. Now, uh, did you uh, did you get a chance to play any bowl games when you were in? Yes. Uh huh. I played in two out of my four years playing bowl game. Uh, which were which one were they? Back then, it was called the Copper Bowl. It was ah. in Tucson. Tucson. I uh, played my freshman year and my senior year. Freshman year, we played against the Cal Bears, and senior year, we played against Kansas State. Now the Cal game was pretty close, wasn't it? Uh, it was a oh yeah, game. Cal game was close. Um, it's like. 15 to 10, something like that, uh, real close. And Kansas State, they put it upside our heads. Uh, but 
it was it just showed how the game can go because we came out and scored scored first and uh scored got a penalty thrown and got called back and ever since you know right after that they just had all the momentum and it carried on out so we got took out pretty bad my senior year <laughs> well i i um yeah i've seen some uh, I've, I've seen some disasters at bowl, bowl games but even though you get uh you lose badly in a bowl game uh it's still an accomplishment and it's something i guess everybody looks forward to oh yeah because it's it's a major time uh, you know everybody's involved the, the city uh, the stadium, the, the campus, wherever you're playing at, it's, it's a big, big hoorah. And once again, you're with the guys, and it's the last time that you're going around, last time you're playing with the guys, unless you, you know, you go on to the next level and go play at some, uh, in some senior bowl games and all-star games, things of that nature, and go on to the pros. But it's your last time, you know, last time around with the guys. Well, now, there's a whole bunch more bowl games now than they were back in your day. And, mm, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about that? A lot of people, you know, they kind of complain about all the number of bowls. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, there's like um, 70, 80 slots, something like that. I don't know the exact number, but uh, quite a few right. teams get to go. Right. Uh, like two-thirds of the ones that are in um, uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, Division yeah. A. Uh, you know, uh -huh. or in our division, I mean, in first uh, in division one, but uh, I don't think that you can discount it for the players, though. Despite that, I think they enjoy it. Yeah, uh, without question, um, it's it's definitely a great experience for the players, and it's all about. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's all about, but it comes down to the money obviously because it's it's big revenue for for college you know for the ncaa so if you can get if you can get your brand out as much as possible then why not you know so until some of the bowl games start losing money they're going to continue to add bowl games and add teams and you know let everybody get a chance to experience it well, I tell you what, uh, Ryan, uh, it's, since this is our abbreviated show here, uh, let's remind everybody that the game's this Saturday. Uh, I think it's 2 o'clock uh, Mountain Time. It's going to be on ES yes. It's going to be on ESPN News. Uh, I'm not sure about what the weather is going to be like back there. I hear that uh, we've got some nasty weather coming out east right now, so I'm not sure uh, what it's going to be like on Saturday in Laramie, but I hope uh, people who are in the area uh, get to go. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna watch it. Uh, so, um, as I always do, you know, you know how I end these things here. Just a minute, let me reach over and get this. <laughs> pop it, pop it. Pop it. There we go. Ah, yeah, there you go. Didn't that sound good? Oh, man, refreshing. I feel it over here. <laughs> well, Ryan, I want to thank you. I know this has been an abbreviated uh, Cowboy Roundtable, uh, but uh, you've got some things you got to do, and Ian couldn't make it. So uh, uh, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got one more game. Um, hopefully, uh, if you want to, um, uh, I think we're going to have um, Tracy Ringlesby. Uh, on and uh, yeah. 
I uh, promised them that you were going to be on if you could make it. So hopefully you can be on next uh, next Wednesday, and we'll talk with Tracy about the whole season and how it played out. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's fantastic. All right. Well, uh, you take care, and uh, let's just go out here. been the Cowboy Roundtable. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. And today we had special guest Ryan Yarborough as our guest. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Uncle Y.O. All right. Cowboy Roundtable has been a production of Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC. In cooperation with the University of Wyoming and Learfield Sports, we want to thank them for providing us with the recordings. Come back next week when we'll finish up the season and our last podcast of the football season. 